What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the BKBQ Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be breaking down 10 things that will help you get through the most difficult seasons of your marriage. So this is an episode you guys do not want to miss because together we have weathered some crazy storms and we want to share with you how we were able to pull through. What's going on, world? My name is Dean. And my name's Nikki. And you are officially tuned into the Black King, Black Queen Podcast, where we explore a variety of topics, questions, and pressing thoughts. Our goal is to inspire, encourage, and educate every listener by having Having meaningful conversations surrounding black love, black excellence, and black legacy. With every unique discussion, we unpack the good, the bad, and the ugly that most individuals will experience while on this journey called life. At the core, our message is to choose purpose over fear. We encourage every listener to let go of whatever has been holding them back and step into their individual purpose on purpose. As well, we express the importance of taking this step because there is always someone who could benefit from a lived experience. So, in the words of my husband, there's an entire audience out there waiting on your yes. So, we challenge you to choose purpose over fear today. Now, let's get into this episode. Let's get it. Let's go. All right, guys, so we came up with 10 things that we think are super beneficial that will really help people get through difficult times in their marriage and or their relationship. And so the first thing we have on our list is communicate openly and honesty. And me, I am super, super huge on communication. I feel like that is honestly one of the most important things to be able to do, especially if you're in conflict, because if you're feeling a a type of way, you need that other person that is in the situation, your partner to understand exactly how you're feeling and to be able to communicate that to them will definitely help them be able to steer how they treat the situation or get through the situation with you. Yeah, man. And I feel like um, going through hardships, it's important that you both know where you're at and where you stand. Um, A lot of situations and bad, especially when you're in a bad season of your marriage happens when you're not on the same wavelength. You're not on the same page and you just can't see eye to eye. Um, somebody's holding in something that needs to be said, right? Sometimes hard conversations need to be had. And um, if you hold things in, you give the, you're leaving room for <laughs> bad things to happen in your marriage and you don't want that, right? So I believe that communication is something that is so important. We say it on a podcast mm-hmm. all the time. We even have an episode dedicated to communication, mm-hmm. I feel. That's how much we talk about communication. Why? Because it has helped us so much. It has helped us tremendously. And um, yeah, even by talking on the podcast, like literally mm-hmm. us coming here, sitting down every single week has been therapeutic to us because now we get to kind of release what's been inside of us and have some conversation that we wouldn't have had if it wasn't for sitting down. So you could, what you can also do is figure out how you can communicate um, better. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we hear like, yeah, communicate, communicate, communicate. But what does that look like? To you, it might look completely different than it looks to us. To us, like, we didn't know that sitting down and talking on the podcast would actually mm-hmm. help our marriage. We were just like, you know what? We got to talk about our marriage so somebody else could get help. Mm-hmm. But, like, what it actually ended up doing was we sit here and sometimes stuff been on our chest and we just let it out <laughs> or stuff that happened a couple of years ago. Like, Nikki in a couple of last oh, episodes no. or so <laughs> was doing talk about why she did this and did that. I was like, oh, so that's why you did that, <laughs> right? But it all happened. Why? Because we are communicating with each other and and being completely honest so um Mm -hmm. yeah you don't want to be dishonest because if there's something that bothers you and you downplay it it's like yeah it's okay it's okay and you're never really truly honest with yourself and your partner about that 
you're setting up room for failure. So yeah, so you want to be able to listen actively, so you're listening to hear what they're saying and not listening to respond. And you also don't want to make any assumptions. Actually, listen out to what they're saying and try to understand what they're saying because that will also help a lot. And also schedule a time to speak. So like make sure you guys both are in the right mindset to listen to what each other has to say to get what's off your chest. So, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. All right. What we got next? The next thing we got is seek professional help. And so a lot of us come from backgrounds where we don't really necessarily feel like including other people in our relationships is the right way to go about it, i.e. therapy and those sorts of things. But it definitely helps. What do you think? Yeah, it um, it helps and to each his own, you know. Like, that too. I believe that therapy is great because... um. You get things dug out of you that you didn't even know was inside you. Um, you have perspective from another person uh, that's outside of the relationship. So that's good. But I'll say this. Make sure you vet who you go to. Oh, that, like, yeah. uh, we've had some therapy sessions and it wasn't the greatest. And to be honest, it kind of like ruined our whole experience <laughs> of therapy. We ain't never been back. <laughs> we did like, what, <laughs> two, three sessions and we haven't been back. But... In our defense, like we've been doing a lot of digging, like individually, and um, what happened was we found out okay, like things are so good right now, mm-hmm. and but eventually we will do therapy. I think we're in the pursuit of actually finding someone that can actually you know stir things up yeah. uh, and like, dig things out of us, and because I I think that we're forever on a learning journey. I want to be forever learning. Nikki, because she's forever changing, right? So we just want to make sure that we're on the same page. But yeah, it can be very, very beneficial to like seek professional help because if you're in bad times, you might not be able to see your way out of it, but you might hear someone that comes with a different perspective and that might shift the entire dynamic of your relationship. And, you know, who knows? It could be for the better, right? So I think it's worth a shot. Mm-hmm. I agree. So the third thing we have on this list is practice empathy. And that's pretty much being able to understand and hear your partner's heart and where they're coming from and validate their emotions. So if, for example, you're in a situation where you're feeling very sad, but your other partner is super angry, you yelling and continuously yelling is making the other person cry. It's it's really not helping. So one of you are going to have to fix up, change up to be able to help the other person you know, to help you actually receive the information better, to help them get the information out and just understand they're hurt. They might be hurt by what you're saying or they might be very angry by what you're saying. Whatever it is, you want to validate their emotion because everybody expresses how they feel very differently. Like I could think something super hilarious because it's so stupid, but you could be very upset about it because it hurt you. You know what I mean? And so just validating and understanding where your partner is coming from will really actually help a lot too. Yeah, and on top of that, when you get married, right, you got to realize that it's actually death, death to self. Mm-hmm. And um, you're like now building for each other. And um, I feel like sometimes we put our feelings first all the time. Mm-hmm. But we have to realize that right, we're not the only one in this, right? So my thing is if I make sure wifey's good and wifey's always making sure I'm good together, we'll be good. What happens is the moment you start to say, eh, no, forget you, it's my way or highway or whatever, and put the focus on you yourself, now you dip into her bucket and now you guys are not great. Like now some something is lacking, right? So um, 
yeah, you don't always got to be right. Like it's, yeah, and even if you are right, do it in a way where like you're empathizing with the person, understanding where they're at, understanding what the situation is and always think, what am I doing? If I mm-hmm. respond this way, is it helping the situation or is it making the situation worse? And that was basically essentially point four. So taking responsibility for your actions. So not always playing the blame game, not always saying, well, you did this. That's why I reacted this way. No, take responsibility for your part in the actual situation that took place and everything else that Dean just said. Yeah. Uh, To be honest, like with us, with me, I am super quick to say sorry. Like I wish everybody could just like understand the power of that. Like if you know you're wrong, say sorry like sincerely apologize from the bottom of your heart not because saying sorry sounds good but because you actually mean it mm-hmm. right a lot of times like we have our baby girls and we'll be like hey say sorry they're sorry but mm-hmm. we know they don't mean it mm-hmm. they're just saying sorry because we told them to say sorry but if you mean it from the bottom of your heart and you recognize that you're wrong like it will make the person your spouse look at you in a different way because you're not able to own your mistakes right and then um yeah like i think it's very important just be honest man be honest i love that another point we have is spend quality time together and i find that there was a point in our marriage where we weren't really doing that anymore like we started off really well at that and then life kind of happened and we started to lose the quality time that we were having together because there were so many different things being thrown at us. There just wasn't time for that. Mm -hmm. And I found that I was not like, obviously you're not happy about it, but I found that it was really like making me feel, you know, not great. I don't really know how to put those in words, but you start to realize that you're changing because different things are changing. And we actually had to like snap back. Like we haven't spent time with each other in forever. Like, we need to connect. We need to connect on a level, on a deeper level, on a each other level, because one, that's all we know. That's all we've always known. And now that we're not doing it, things are just falling out of place. And so when we were able to reconnect and now we're finding time with each other. So we get Fridays off now in the week. So we literally get to spend the day together, which is great. Um, things are good. You know what I mean? Like, of course, sometimes you're not always going to get that time, but finding mm-hmm. the time to spend time together, to connect, to like Dean said, you're always changing. So learning something new about your spouse, learning what they like now. What is their love language now? What are things they like to eat now? What's your favorite color now? How are you feeling now? You know, just learning them because we're mm-hmm. always changing. Connecting, that is like everything. Yeah, for me, like I remember when things got rocky, even when we would be spending quality time together on my in my mind i was always just like yo how are we gonna get this done how are we gonna get Mm -hmm. this done get this done do this do that so the conversation even though we were together the conversation was never about anything that had to do with the two of us it was just like yo we gotta get business done we gotta get this done that that ray 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 but all nikki wanted was that assurance that hey man i see her so sometimes you don't even understand like by spending quality quality time with your spouse or with your partner is giving them affirmation that, you know what? He sees me or she sees me. They hear me and I'm safe with them. And yeah, you just build emotionally. Right. So, um, you don't want to, you don't want to not be doing that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Another big thing is showing appreciation. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Showing appreciation and <coughs> affection. And, I think sometimes or I've experienced that I've got lost in the sauce where I wasn't always showing appreciation and affection. Yeah. Um, 
for whatever reason, I feel like I just like in my brain, I feel like I do it, but not often enough. And so because it's not often enough, it kind of gets lost. And then your partner is not receiving it <laughs> as, it's, you know, like you can attest to that. Yeah. Like you in your mind, like it's not happening in my mind. I did it like I hugged you this morning or I kissed him before he left, you know. But for you, it's like, yeah, but that was like four seconds. That was like six days ago. But to me, it just happened. So mm-hmm. being able to constantly I appreciate you. I love you. You look handsome today. Like he's been complimenting me all day today. And I'm like, whoa, not like it's foreign, but like, I don't really know how to receive that, but he's doing his part. And so I need to work on my part Mm -hmm. and start doing it more because it is important. It is important to be seen. It's important to be heard. It's important to feel loved and also love in return. And if you're not getting things reciprocated to you, it can become very daunting and you may not want to do it anymore. And that is very bad if you get into a situation like that, because then you start to go this way and you don't want that to happen. Yeah. And on top of that, like, so when we say show appreciation, um, it's showing appreciation to the person, how they receive it, like how that. they would receive it. Because me showing appreciation to someone and they don't receive it that way doesn't really do anything to the situation, mm-hmm. man. Like, so that le- kind of leads in and ties into like love languages, like understanding how this person mm-hmm. receives it, right? Appreciation, what makes them feel good. Um, not just doing what you love to do or how you think they will feel. Do something based on how you know they will feel. Mm-hmm. Like how you know they receive it this way, so I'm going to do it, even though it might not be the way I want to do it. Mm-hmm. But because I love this person this much, I'm going to show them that and I know that at the end of it, they'll really feel appreciated because that's the whole goal, right? For them to feel appreciated. <laughs> not for you to feel like, hey, hey, like I did this for you and you don't even appreciate it. No, yeah. no, no, no. It's not about you in this moment. Yeah. <laughs> like It's really about the other person. So it has to be done on both ends. So it can't just be one person that's going out of their way to do that. Like both buckets need to be uh, filled. So I got to fill hers. She got to fill mine. And that's what you just said there is really important about tapping into those love languages because you could always be doing the thing that you think is the right thing when it's really not. Like, I remember you used to shower me with gifts when I'm like, I do appreciate gifts. I love gifts. Like, who doesn't love gifts? But it's like, that wasn't what was speaking to me that says, oh my gosh, he loves me because he bought me this watch or Mm -hmm. he loves me because, you know what I mean? Like, that wasn't what was speaking volumes Mm -hmm. to me. It was the fact that you would sit on the couch and watch The Grinch with me over and over or sit on the couch. And just look at my face. Just yep. that quality time. That's really what spoke volume or speaks volume to me. And so understanding your person's love language is top tier. Yeah, it's top tier. <laughs> um, yeah. You want to go ahead and do the next one? Right, Hope you guys right. are enjoying these because honestly, these are the things that really help you push through hard times. Just being able to literally see each other hear each other understand each other and get through these hard times together don't fight your way through you guys can actually do it peacefully and cordially we are a testament that it can happen right um another point is um staying committed so Mm. when i say staying committed i mean remembering your why remembering why you got into this marriage why you were together why you believe god placed you together right and i think that's very important um we get into things a lot of times and as soon as we hit a rocky road we're just like yeah, i call it quits but remember mm-hmm. the vows like why did you walk down the altar to meet this man <laughs> like why did you get up and wait mm-hmm. at the altar for your bride to come down <laughs> right like why did you do it like um was there something that you believe 
that brought you guys together and was your was purpose fulfilled through the marriage, right? You got to look at yourself and just ask yourself, man, what's my purpose, our purpose fulfilled? And is there anything that we have failed to do? Like, what can we do better, right? So just always stay committed to each other. Like somebody in some way, shape or form, when things get rocky, questions their commitment or you question the other person's commitment. But if you could just lock in mm-hmm. and remember that why, I feel like you'll be all right. Yeah, staying committed. It's it's not always easy because Dean actually said this to me early on in like our marriage. He was like, love is a choice. And I was yeah. like, what does that even mean? Love is a choice. I love you. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. What do you mean? But it wasn't until we got until maybe one of our first or second arguments where I was like, what? what? what is this? Like, what is going on? Why do I feel like I don't Mm -hmm. want this? You know what I mean? But it was just like, you have to wake up every day thinking like, I love this person and I want to be in this and I want to make sure that this thing works. So I'm going to keep doing everything I need to do every single day to make sure that we're good and push through and stay committed. So love is a choice and you have to remember your why in order to stay committed to that choice that you choose to make every single day. Yeah, and it's making that choice every single day. Mm-hmm. It's not easy, man. It's not easy. Because some days you wake up like, I cannot believe this woman. Mm-hmm. I can't believe this guy. <laughs> but, yo, you made a vow. You sure You got to honor the vows, man. <laughs> Unless, you know, things really crazy oh, happen. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> you got to honor the vows. And I, I think I think that's um really, 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 really important. Another thing, guys, that I have here is prioritizing self-care. So... Mm. Like um, being the best version of yourself so you can be the best version of yourself for the other person as well, right? If I'm not the best version of myself, if I'm not treating myself how I need to treat myself, there's nothing left for me to give her. So we did a thing the other day was just like, all right, our thing is we got to get healthy, much more healthier, right? And um, she's depending on me to be that push, but I've been lacking in that area myself. And it's a part of my self-care. So if I'm lacking in a particular area, I cannot lead myself. I'll never be able to lead my wife in that area. So by prioritizing your self-care, by prioritizing you in some way, shape or form, you're now saying, you know what? I'm good enough to carry your load Mm -hmm. if you are down. If you're both not good enough (laughs) or not practicing self-care in any way, shape or form, when those low seasons come... Mm Both of you are going to be low at the same time. No one's going to be able to bear the other person's burdens. And then what? Like, and then it's a wrap, right? Yeah. So you got to make sure that you're, you're doing as much as you can to make sure that you are good so you can show up for that person how they need you to show up for your, for them. Yeah. And, and in addition to that, like when you, so for example, when I think of self-care, I think of, for me as a woman, I think of getting my hair done, getting my nails done, buying myself an outfit, going for a massage, mm-hmm. like doing all of those things that make me feel good as a person. <clears throat> so if I'm doing those things that make me feel good at a, as a person, when you look good, you feel good, right? Your mind is in a better place. When you feel like you look like garbage, you're, you're kind of depressed. You feel low, like he said. Mm-hmm. So I come into the situation, now we're in an argument. I already feel low and ugly, I'm t- I'm going to snap and we're going to fight where it's just going to be chaos because I look like chaos and I yeah. feel like chaos. But if I'm taking care of myself and I feel like I look good and my brain is at peace, I can actually have the time to be like, OK, maybe you're down. I feel good. So I'm going to hold mm-hmm. this up. We can do this. We can do this together because I have the strength to carry that burden right now. So 
it taps into your mental health. Just make sure that you are taking care of yourself because you don't really notice you're stressed until you're actually stressed or you don't really notice that you're feeling some type of way on the inside until you actually get to this thing that pushes your button. So just make sure that you're always taking care of yourself. Take note of yourself. Do some self-reflections. Take time to just sit by yourself and just relax it out and just get yourself to a good place. Yeah, and that also, also I think, mm-hmm. wow, I was like, it also, I was like, <laughs> I think honestly too, like just showing up like and, mm-hmm. and, and, and looking good. Like, so... When we got when we first got married, you know, I was all swaggy, this, that, right, right. You get married, I'll be like, you know, wearing the same hoodie on the road every day. And they could be like, bro, change your shirt. And I'm like, I'm married now, I don't care. Right? You know? But you still want to be that person to make that uh, your spouse go like, ooh, okay, I see you walk pick. Like, you know, like today, red today. I saw I saw Nikki. I was just like, girl, you beautiful girl. Like, I how'd I get so lucky? Like, you know what I mean? Cause she's still showing up. Like, she's still trying to get cute, all that I good try. stuff, man. Like, yo. Know, even with men like us, like getting our hair cut a little bit, like your mm-hmm. dog, self care. You want to be looking all muffy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Just like, bro, like get that line up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My line up's not that bad right now. It's not you terrible. It's not terrible, but like you know what I mean. Look, I just got it done last week, so I'm I'm alright. <laughs> right? But yeah, just like just show up, like treat yourself good, mm-hmm. so that like you know the other part, your partner can also feel good as well. Mm-hmm. And then um, my last point is um, set boundaries. So. Mm-hmm. There are certain things and certain times where things are appropriate and certain th- and certain times <laughs> where certain things aren't appropriate. Like, so I know men were just like, yeah, we want to do this. We want to have sex, this, here and there, like around the clock, blah, 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 right, right, right. But we got we to gotta understand our women's bodies, right? There's going to be a certain time of every single month, right, where they just might not want to be touched, right? Do not try to force it. <laughs> like sometimes I'll, I'll be on it because she's like, no, dude. And at first Still I used to be like, me. bro, what? Like, I right, forget this, Daniel. This is trash. <laughs> like, like, who signed me up for this? Like, this sucks. Like, but then no, it's just like understanding. All right, yo, I understand. Like, in and around this time, things begin to shift in their bodies, guys. Like, yo, things start to change a little bit. So you don't want to always be forcing it and making it feel like, yo, it has to be mm-hmm. done, like a forceful act. You want to you know, just take your time with them, man. Like, they come around and when they do, bro, that thing go, woo! <laughs> right, so like, yeah, that's that's what I'll say in regards to setting, setting boundaries. boundaries. Yeah. yeah, I think I can agree with that. I, um, yeah, and the thing is, I... I think it only really kind of happened after kids where Mm -hmm. like my body's just like, I just don't want to be touched and I feel mean and I feel like it shouldn't be that way, but Mm -hmm. I, I, it's like this thing you can't fight. And so thank you for understanding that. I get it. I get it now. Five years (laughs) in, man, I get it now. I trust me. Like it could save you a lot of, Heartache, you know, and like it's just headache. Like just like, yo, what in the world is, is this? this? Like, I, I didn't know. sign up for this. Like, but honestly, like understanding your woman's body, like as a man, like it's it's very important, man. Like I didn't know, I didn't know how important it was, but it's important. So pre kids and prior to kids, like having children, things change too. You're just like, <laughs> shoot, man. All right, well, let's get with the program. But no, like literally, sit down. Talk to her, like, you know, communicate this mm-hmm. stuff, and you know, you'll trust me. You'll see something shift in your marriage, man. And, yeah, we know we're out here. We really want to see marriages thrive. Yeah. That's why we're doing this, man. Like, you know, we are marriage advocates, especially mm-hmm. in our community. So we just want to see, win, like, love win. Black love win. All love yeah. win, man. You guys already know. Like, how do you feel? I feel great. I honestly am 
so happy that we were able to pull through such a hard Mm -hmm. season of life and still come out smiling, being able to recognize things, tips and tools that we use to kind of help us get through that. Nobody taught us that, you know, we just kind of we just kind of learned it and tested it out. And they work, guys. These things work. And I'm not saying you guys have to do everything. No, pick and choose things that work for you, that work in your relationship, that work in your marriage. And use them, especially, especially communication. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel if you're just vocal about every single thing that you're feeling and just be open and honest, I promise you 95% of the arguments and troubles and issues that or conflicts that arise, it can be solved so seemingly easy. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's I I feel like being honest, too, sometimes you got to ask questions, man. Like, yeah, it's not even just about, okay, I I don't like this or I don't like it. Sometimes you got to do you like it when I I do this? Mm -hmm. Just 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 wondering. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm telling you, a lot of people out here are doing things that their partner does not like and they're just afraid to say it <laughs> like come on yo i need you guys to like keep it a buck 50 <laughs> like keep it 100 you think like you killing that like man they don't like it <laughs> like they just they don't like it like so in 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 setting in being honest mm-hmm. i feel like you got to create an environment for honesty to thrive in that too right if you're not creating an environment for honesty to thrive in then I think you're going to set yourself up for failure and you're going to be living in a lie at some in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? I feel like it's honestly communication, like communicating with your partner, like Nikki says. But it's like you going out of your way to make sure that your partner likes everything that's going on and likes how you're doing certain things. And also ask the questions, man. Mm-hmm. If you're not asking questions, it just seems like, oh, yeah, you don't care. Like, it's just forceful. All right. Boom. Well, I'm not going to say anything. And in you guys head. One person's like, this marriage is great. The other person's like, man, I can't wait to get out of this thing. Mm-hmm. Then there's a disconnect, right? So I'm telling you, set the environment for honesty to thrive in, mm-hmm. and you'll you'll see a big difference. And and just to touch uh, finally on that last point you said there, like asking questions, I think that is very important too because I'm not much of a question asker. I'm mm-hmm. also not much of a just like, hey, guess what? But I'm learning that, and I'm growing into it. Dean is very much like... How did you feel about this? Yeah. Did you like this? Like, do you think we should do this differently? Like, he's very inquisitive. So maybe one person in the relationship might be the me who kind of, I will express how I'm feeling, but I won't really ask questions. Yeah. And the other person will. So maybe taking turns to do that or just understanding that maybe they won't ever ask questions, but you can ask questions and open up that But space. even in that, man, like, I feel like, buddy... It's a give and take. Like, no, like it's not it's not even like a give and take, but it's like I feel like it's a it's a give and give. You both gotta give. Like in marriages, mm-hmm. you're always going to be changing, you're always gonna be evolving. True. There's always room for growth. So if you're not a particular way right right now, doesn't mean you never have to be that way. Oh, yeah, I feel yeah, yeah. like, yeah, we go into this and like I've even said it before, like, yeah, man, like how I marry you here today, if you never change, I would be all right. But come on, yo, in life, like Everything grows. Yeah. The whole point of life is for you to grow. You go from being a baby to an elderly person and then you transition, mm-hmm. right? Point blank period. In a marriage, in a relationship, the intent is for it to grow. Mm-hmm. We have to be leveling up. If we're not, then there's going to be some type of problem if one person is growing exponentially faster than another per- the other person. Or if that person is just remaining stagnant, mm-hmm. there's going to be trouble. Like So even saying like, what if they they may never ask? No, I think your job is to 
like grow, grow to get there. begin to mm-hmm. ask questions. Don't stay in that mindset where I, well, I don't ask questions. I never ask questions. I'm not going to do that. No, mm-hmm. you're hindering your relationship from thriving, you know? So like, you'll just always have that growth mentality, the mm-hmm. growth mindset. Like I am evolving. I have to grow for this marriage to grow for us to be better. And that's true. Mm-hmm. Actually, because I have gotten much better. Yeah, at exactly. It. So like, don't give me that girl. I, I have gotten much better at asking questions and just being open. And well, this is how I felt. So I thought I should let you know. And yeah, don't take it the wrong way, but this is kind of how it is. But some people might still be shy in their marriages, you know? I was very shy for a long time. For what? I don't know. He's my best friend, but... Like, in what ways? Shy to just, like, be vocal and, like, open up. Like, hey, how do you feel Mm -hmm. about this? Yeah, and I I remember, because we had a couple come here, and they prayed for us, and the lady specifically told you, use your voice. You Mm -hmm. don't understand how powerful your voice is. And I think that's when things began to change. Yeah. Yeah, you started to be like... No, Dean. No, we shouldn't do this. I'm like, what are you talking about? We shouldn't do this. She yo, told yo, me like, to use my voice. Yo, literally. So there's, I kid you not, man. I wanted to do an event, yo. And I was like, yeah, Nikki, let's do this event. And Nikki was like, nah, Dean, I don't think you should do it. But in my way, I'm just like, no, what are you talking about? We should do it big. Let's go with this. Let's do that. All, all, all that good stuff. Wasn't happening. I had to go back to Nikki. I said, mm-hmm. I learned my lesson. Like... <laughs> Let me calm down and listen to my wife. Because like, sometimes they got the plug that you need. You're just too ignorant trying to be like the big boss and all that stuff. Relax, big fella. Like, wifey was right. Like, so I had to humble myself, approach her, and apologize. But you guys already know what time it is, man. We're coming to the end of this episode. We mm-hmm. hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys got something from it. And just always remember, there's an entire audience out there waiting on your yes. Right? You know, so waiting for the best version of yourself so they can gain from your story we love you guys and that's our app peace